The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to Busted Opens Podcast. I'm Dave LaGreca here with Mark Henry, the world's strongest man, a world champion in not one, not two, but three different sports. And we have an amazing podcast for you. First and foremost, about this weekend, history will be made with the NWA, with NWA in power on Saturday and NWA 73 on Sunday. And a big part of that and a big part of the history of the NWA, the greatest of all time, the nature boy Ric Flair will join us. Also, it's Tony time, and we talk to Tony Khan right now on the Busted Open Podcast. And I'm really looking forward to what we're going to see this weekend. Saturday, NWA Empower. Sunday, NWA 73. All available on Fight TV. And somebody that's going to be a big part of the weekend. And this was just announced just a few days ago. And that is the Nature Boy, Ric Flair. Billy Corgan, who is the owner and president right now of the NWA, making the announcement. And let's bring in the man right now. Once again, the greatest of all time, uh, greatest of all time, and when I think of those three prestigious letters, the NWA, I think of this man, the Nature Boy, Ric Flair. Rick, how are you this morning? Good morning, guys. It's great. great to have you. It's great to have you on, and thanks so much for the time. Because, man, what a what a big weekend coming up on Fight TV. NWA in power on Saturday. NWA on uh, seventy three on Sunday. I mean, how pleased are you, Rick, to be a part of the NWA once again? Oh, I'm honored. I just, uh, it's hard to put into words, you know, the, because uh, a lot of people remember, I mean, you're with Mark today. I'm not even sure Mark, I think Mark's in his 40s will remember, but, you know, that's where I wrestled Pat O'Connor and Gene Kaniski and Dick the Bruiser and Brody, Hanson, Terry, Dory. I mean, so many guys of yesteryear. I mean, who's wrestled Gene Kaniski for an hour? <laughs> Pat O'Connor for an hour. My God, I mean, these guys were so good, so great. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, they're not talked about enough, but they were, you know, huge names, huge stars. Dick the Bruiser for an hour, my God. 
I mean, I was, you know, I grew up on those guys, and here I was able to to wrestle them. And uh, St. Louis was our Madison Square Garden. You know what I mean, we didn't. The WWF at the time had the, had the Garden was their flagship arena, but the TV at the Chase, and then the Keel, and then back then when I was wrestling uh, in their big show out at the um, Checkerdome. Put nineteen thousand people in there, and then um, it was a great town to wrestle in. And Dave, a pretty good town to party. <laughs> I would imagine. And and Rick, you know, one of the matches East St. That, Louis. <laughs> <laughs> one of the matches that made me fall in love with you as a wrestler was the match, the two out of three falls match that you had with Bruiser Brody in St. Louis. Yeah. And, and, and you're yeah. you're you know and you're right in what you just which, said. Which like, one? <laughs> <laughs> that was the one. It was I believe in November. It was it was November of eighty yeah, three. It, it, it was on Japanese TV. Yeah, Baba was there filming for uh, for uh, uh, all Japan. So a lot, lot of pressure. <laughs> I, I can imagine but, but, and. You know, when you think of St. Louis, you think of Harley Race. And and the one thing you just yeah. said that struck me are all the names, like the Wahoo McDaniels of the world, like that were so big in, in the 70s and early 80s that are kind yeah. of forgotten about in time. It's such a shame. So yeah. That's why I'm so happy about this card that's happening this weekend in St. Louis. Yeah. Well, Mark is there with you. Mark, I'll tell you, Wahoo, um, I don't know if Mark knows this, Wahoo had the state high school rushing record from Midland, Texas, until a kid named Billy Sims yeah. broke it, who ended up going to <clears> Oklahoma <throat> and won the Heisman Trophy. But, I mean, Wahoo is an unbelievable athlete, wrestling being his second sport. But um, some great, great athletes came through our business. You know, they were football players. The, the big cat, of course, loved working with Ernie. I didn't work with Ernie in St. Louis, but everywhere else. So, um you know, it was my privilege, my honor to, to even get to know those guys, much less to get to work with them. And uh, huge NWA guys. I don't think the Big Cat and Wahoo came to St. Louis very often, but, you know, Lanza and Heenan and DiBiase and the Von Erichs, and, I mean, uh, the list goes on. Von Raschke, I mean, it was, it was a really, it was a real, it was a really, a real privilege I learned early on to be invited to to work in St. Louis, uh, much less to participate as the world champion, which was the most prestigious thing in our business at that time. And uh, you know, I, if I if I did nothing else in my life, I was the Nash calls me the last traveling world champion. That's why I'm crazy. <laughs> Nate, uh, I'm I'm. By the way, I'm 50, so I, I watched. Okay, well I knew I'm about 40, Mark. I wasn't sure. Well, I appreciate the love, though. Keep keep looking out. You you, yeah. uh, you told me a lot about you and Pat O'Connor and the matches yeah. that you had that went an hour hey, and Pat, who you Pat went an O'Connor hour with. Pat O'Connor put me in holes, Mark. Pat O'Connor put me in holes. I still can't remember what they are and how to get out of them or how to <laughs> apply them. I mean, he had the greatest arm block I've ever seen, and I've never seen anybody else use it since. The spinning arm breaker? But, huh? The, the the spinning arm breaker one, like yeah, I, I actually yeah. thought he was ripping joke. people's I, arm off. I could never, I, 
I said cheat me. I said, why would I cheat you that? You're using <laughs> <laughs> He was, hey, that's what you call getting big heat when somebody can do something and you want to learn and they won't teach you. Uh, Mark, if, some, if one of the young guys can know how to do that now, it would be, it wasn't a submission hold. It was just a, uh, um, a really cool looking, uh, you know, arm bar or, you know, like a, um, it's just an arm bar of some kind, but he, he had a way of putting it on. And it, yeah, and it, was, it was a hole so that had movement. Yeah, like that's, exactly. That's the only hole I think I ever saw that had movement like that. Yeah. 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 Pat was great too, man. And man, he had that, that punch where he would sail it across your chest. And then if you didn't hold your chin up, first time he hit me with it, he almost broke my jaw because he had hit the bottom of the bone of your other side of your jaw. Kind of like I had never had that uppercut to Dory through uh, in St. Louis. Yeah. The first time I wrestled Dory, you know, Dory was – people forget how big and stiff that son of a bitch was. You know, he's like 6'4", <laughs> 250. But he threw that damn forward and – it knocked my teeth, my front teeth through my lips, because nice. I I didn't know how to keep my head up. You know the one the one that uh, Orton throws so well now. Mike Rotundo threw yeah. well. Yeah. Yes. Some guys some guys know how to put it in, and he uh, they did. And uh, God, how 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 special were they in uh, in our business? You know what I mean? Rick, you you said that you know somebody said you were the last of the traveling uh, champions. Like when you were at the when you were wrestling at the chase, did were you still were you the champion then and you, or were you defending or were you trying to uh, beat Harley off? No, I, you? I started going in. I didn't. I won in Kansas City in '81. Then I started going once a month. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. So you 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 were the champion. I, I was the champion, but I I made some trips in there and uh before I became champion so yeah well, that's, hey, always, I remember, that's always good because I remember 85 what? Rick was the champion in 85 and he defended against Harley a few times in St. Louis because he did it in Jersey yeah, yeah. too in 85 well, I, I lost, I, I, when I uh, Harley beat me for it uh in 82 I mean only gave it to me for a year because I didn't draw a dime I did I did in the south but Nobody knew who I was in the, in the other places, you know. So I just, I just had to suck it up, you know, and and, and take it. I was, you know, I felt terrible, but there was nothing I could do about it. And uh, I didn't have the exposure, and I thought I was really good at what I was doing, but actually I was just just a kid learning. You know what I mean? So did you have a more did you have more fun defending, or did you did you feel more? Uh, like a champion um, when you were on the chase? No, I felt more like a champion I was defending. But it I took me, Mark, I, was, I thought I knew what I was doing in 81, but all I, all I had done back then was wrestle against some of the top wrestlers in the world my whole career. And then you go out on the road as a champion, and, boy, day one I realized, man, I have a lot to learn. You know what I mean? 
Hi, everyone. I'm Hall of Fame sportscaster Leslie Visser, and I've got a new podcast, In Conversation, where I'll draw from 45 years of covering the Final Four, the NBA Finals, Wimbledon, the World Series, the Super Bowl, the Olympics. CBS even sent me to the fall of the Berlin Wall. I think you'll enjoy the give and take, so subscribe today wherever you stream your podcasts or listen on the SXM app included in most subscriptions. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Yeah, it's Tony time, so let's bring in owner and president of All Elite Wrestling, Mr. Tony Khan. Boy, I got to tell you, Tony, not a lot to talk about today. I mean, <laughs> not much happened this past week, huh? <laughs> There's been uh, more exciting news in the past two weeks in AEW than there had been, in my opinion, in the wrestling business for a long time. What we really needed was this kind of energy, this kind of excitement from the fans, and the fans have shown up and expressed their excitement in a major way. We learned from ESPN that there was more traffic on their social media post on CM Punk returning to wrestling and arriving in AEW on Rampage than they'd had on any post since May. That includes the NBA Finals, the European Championships, and the Summer Olympics. Uh, So to say that this was an event that caught worldwide attention and got people excited would be a massive understatement. And I'm so excited, and I think the fans are, and there's so many great things happening around AEW. 
I think it's been a long time since there was a pay-per-view as stacked top to bottom as all out. When you look at the card, there's really so many matches and I'm not, it's not the first pay-per-view where there could be seven, eight matches already that people are going to get really fired up about. And, you know, for any wrestling fan, there's something on this card. I really believe. And top to bottom, what a show. And it's like some of the great pay-per-views are like that. And, you know, I think we've done some, some really exciting, great pay-per-view shows. We've had buy rates that have compared to nobody since WCW, not the last year of WCW, really not even the last two years of WCW since 99, because in 2000, 2001, uh, their buy rates had declined and they were still doing better business than anybody's done uh, since. But really, uh, those are markers we've passed up on pay-per-view. And now we're taking it to another level in 2021 with a lot of big stars arriving in AEW and the great homegrown talent we've developed all coming together. You know, there's no better example of that happening than this pay-per-view. When you look at what's happening, you see Darby Allen, who's one of the hottest wrestlers in the world right now. In past year, what a reputation he built up. He caught fire as the TNT champion and got paired up with Sting and became a household name in wrestling, in my opinion. And like CM Punk said in his promo when he came back, if he was a 15-year-old kid, this would be his favorite wrestler. I feel the same way. And he's broken in. Yeah. And you hear that from Mark Henry, CM Punk, some of the biggest names in wrestling history to come out and say that they feel that way. What a huge statement. And Darby Allen is a wrestler of the moment. And CM Punk is one of the all-time greats and has been out of action. And this is a statement match. It's an event. And all out is stacked top to bottom. And like I said, the card is so much of it is that of our homegrown stars taking on top stars that have been built worldwide reputations. And when you look at Chris Jericho taking on MJF in a match where if MJF wins, Jericho is never going to wrestle again. And, you know, he's been a huge part of Rampage on the commentary team and MJF and talk about a homegrown star has broken through to be a top heel in wrestling. And I really believe uh, when you look at the TV ratings for so so much of what they've done, all the segments they've done in the past year uh, and the attention we've gotten from the dinner debonair in the New York times, uh, the blood and guts, what they delivered in the stadium stampede and the attention we got. And then the match they had uh, just, you know, a couple of weeks ago on Dynamite, um, Jericho and MJF have delivered so much for us. And again, it's a great example of a homegrown star and one of our young uh, talents getting that kind of rub from one of the big stars in wrestling. And really top to bottom, uh, there's that on the show. And then the championship matches, I think, are so strong. And after, you know, Dynamite, we learned the, about the finals of the tag team championship uh, eliminator tournament. And now we know that it's going to be jungle boy and Luchasaurus taking on the Lucha brothers on AEW rampage tonight and AEW rampage. We built such a great audience last week and did such a huge number for CM Punk's arrival. And now to come back with that audience that, that stuck around 
and maintained over a million for every quarter. You know, I think there's going to be fans that want to see more what they saw last week because clearly they like the show. And we've got some great matches, but uh, we're going to start it out with the AEW Tag Team Championship Eliminator Finals. The winner of this match, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus versus the Lucha Brothers, Penta L Zero Miedo and Ray Phoenix will be out in line to go out and get a fair shot against the Young Bucks at the pay-per-view. And I think to go out and put that match out at the beginning of the show and they're going to have time to have a classic, uh, that's one of the best matches AEW can put on. And I want to showcase the great homegrown talent of AEW to the people who may not have seen it before because we built a great audience over the past couple of years on these homegrown stars backs and to be able to put two great teams like the Lucha brothers and the Jurassic express Lucha source and jungle boy. It's what AEW is all about in my opinion. And then people are going to hear more from CM Punk and Darby Allen tonight about their match. You know, rampage is a huge, huge, huge era changing moment in AEW. I think uh, what's happened since we launched rampage a couple weeks ago, uh, the interest has grown and we've, you know, really started to see things change and that's going to continue. And I, I promise fans a new era and at all out, the card is so stacked top to bottom. And I think we can talk a lot more about the world championship matches here today, but you know, you'll see more about what's going to happen at, at all out tonight on rampage. And tonight we'll learn who the young bucks are going to face at all out for the tag team title. Uh, I'm really excited about that and, and all of the matches on the card. I, I have to say, from uh, coming on the show every week and, and being on here with you guys, I've, I've really gotten to enjoy finding out what you guys like about Dynamite. And, and now with Rampage, I'm excited to hear doing the Tony time on Fridays with you what you're excited about on Rampage. So please, like, what, what do you, uh, what, you know, what, what did you like about the show? you know, a couple nights ago. Uh, and what are you excited about for tonight's Rampage? Well, Tony, I'm going to tell you right off the bat, I'm, I'm excited about the tag. I'm excited about watching the Lucha Brothers and Jurassic go at it. But I, 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 I'm really, the thing that I'm looking forward to is like I'm fast forward in time. Like, I can't wait for All Out and see... Chris Jericho and MJF go at it because of what what I feel like is going to be the match that steals it. Yeah, they're gonna. I think they can have a great one, and and the stipulation is uh, something that I think we all have to really take a hard look at because Chris is one of the people that made AEW possible, and uh, if Chris hadn't taken my calls and taken this seriously when I was launching this company and making the initial investment. I don't know if I would have moved forward or, you know, what I would have done. And, and he was a huge part of this from the beginning. And really the people that I was close to and that really took this seriously and trusted me were Chris and Matt Jackson. And uh, I, those are the two people at really the beginning that I would talk to every day. And uh, so I, I would say that without Chris, it would be hard for you know, me to have gotten AEW off the ground. And I would really say 
that if if uh, Chris does go out, you know, and ends up going to the commentary booth with you, Mark, on Rampage, it will be the show's gain. Uh, I think Chris does a great job as a commentator. He's been a legendary, legendary wrestler, and he's also been one of the really key people in the history of AEW, our first ever world champion. And All Out is the most stacked top to bottom pay-per-view we've done. And I think I'm not saying this subjectively. I think when you look at the card objectively, it's the most stacked wrestling pay-per-view that anybody outside of WWE uh, could even maintain, could even like argue that they've put on in the last 20 four years 20 i guess 23 23 years uh wow. i would say at least 23 years and uh and and then you can start arguing 23 years ago but uh i just can't see anybody outside of wwe saying like holding up their hand and saying they've done anything like this in at least and it's so ambitious and i don't know if you can compare it look i don't want to compare our roster to anything ever i like to compare our rosters sometimes to what I think is was the, the hallmark great roster, which is 97 WCW, where you had all these stars and all this young talent. And I really do my best to try to utilize the roster even better than they were doing when they were such a successful company printing money in 97 and 98, because they had a lot of young talent that they didn't really utilize and they could have built for the future to help make it a profitable company that they never would have wanted to shut down because they could have made it a money printing machine. If they developed the young talent in house that they had with Chris Jericho and Dean Malenko and Eddie Guerrero and Rey Mysterio and the people that were a big part of worldwide and Saturday night and those great shows, but they didn't necessarily win a lot of matches on nitro and thunder and they could have built them for the future. And I do try to build stars for the future. And that's why you have, so many great homegrown stars that are being featured at all out like Darby Allen and MJF and Dr. Britt Baker and whoever wins the match tonight between the Jurassic Express and the Lucha brothers. Uh, you know, there's really great opportunities here. And I don't think Jericho and Mysterio and Eddie Guerrero necessarily got those same opportunities when they were on a roster with the all time names, Hulk Hogan, and Ric Flair and uh, Randy Savage and Roddy Piper and all the people that were on the 97 WCW roster, which was so successful. And what a great TV business they built with that roster. And unfortunately, it didn't last. And I think it would have lasted longer if they'd built the young stars the way that I really try to do. You mentioned, you know, WCW 97, somebody who was a part of that roster we're going to see in the ring at All Out. What's kind of gotten hidden because of all the things that have been happening over the last couple of weeks is Paul White is making his return in the ring at All Out. Absolutely. It's going to be great. Uh, Paul White, uh, last night, we you know it has been featured on Dynamite, and we've seen Paul White uh, on Elevation for months working as a commentator. He's done a, a great job, and I think uh, – having Paul White working on Elevation with uh, Tony Schiavone. It's really uh, helped him develop a, a great friendship with Tony that led to Paul White 
ironically, coming back to the ring because he, you know, long term, I think, Paul, same as Mark, you know, great wrestler. They're two of the most famous, recognizable stars, I think, in wrestling. If you see Mark Henry or Paul White walk into the room, everybody's going to take attention. And it's a big deal. And you hear their voices. They've got very recognizable voices, both of you. And I think uh, it's really uh, in with Paul on Elevation, he and Tony Schiavone had built a great following and a great friendship together off camera that really goes back, like we said, WCW to the, to the 90s. And, um, you know, when Tony got beat up on TV and when QT's pouring drinks on his head and belittling him and his family, you know, Paul had enough and he was the guy that stepped up. I joked backstage to the announcers. Mark was there. I joked to JR and Excalibur. You guys are doing nothing. And Paul's got to come from elevation to, to fix this because his other broadcast partners didn't stand up for him. I'm just kidding. But uh, um, it was, it was. Uh, really I'm out of mind my cool. business. Hey man, you're, you're on rampage. That was, you know, that was Paul's his commentary partner. He stepped up and it's like uh, Roddy Piper and Gordon Soley. They had that uh, friendship like Paul and Tony. And so um, I think uh, I'm excited for Paul to return to the ring and again, talk about his recognizable presence uh, and somebody who got a lot of eyeballs on AEW. And if you look at search traffic and metrics, uh, they confirm what I think we all know is Paul's super recognizable, draws a ton of eyeballs and the numbers back that up. So uh, very excited about that and, and really excited about the world title matches. You know, we talk about homegrown stars and what a crossover person in the world of wrestling, Dr. Britt Baker. We were just in Britsburg, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, celebrating a couple weeks ago. And Mark uh, and Dave, you can both attest what a what an incredible homegrown reaction. Uh, wow. Totally organic all those moments and uh, talk about a star in her element. And what's crazy is I told her when we went to Chicago to the United center and broke our attendance record, which we're going to again, break next month in New York. Um, I was saying to her, you know, this is your element. It's not just Pittsburgh. Like every town is your town. And then she ended up using some of the stuff we talked about in her promo. And uh, she coined the phrase Britago. Uh, so I, mean, I thought now that might be stretching it Britt, but I don't know if we can do that with every city, but yeah, every city really is her city. She's that over now. And, uh, she, what a star and Chris Statlander has from day one been neck and neck really, and got set back last year, uh, when she had a big knee injury and Chris Statlander was out a long time. And at the beginning of this year, she showed up in better shape. She showed up working her ass off. And she's been really, really consistently having great matches and winning. And she's undefeated in AEW and has uh, built, you know, really earned a title shot. And this is a really exciting match in the card. And to have uh, somebody who's a hot, undefeated, number one contender like Statlander coming up at the right time against uh, such an iconic champion as Dr. Britt Baker is awesome. Uh, so I'm really excited about that. 
Uh, you talked about bright spots from Dynamite this week and then what we're going to see on Rampage. I got to bring up Miro. I thought a really great promo from him. We're seeing that Miro that we've always wanted to see, and he's going to be in the ring on Rampage tonight. Yeah, it's, I'm, and I'm excited to hear what he has to say. Uh, going at going to All Out, we're going to hear from Miro on Rampage tonight, and I love uh, what we're seeing from Miro. I think he's, he's doing tremendous, tremendous work. And uh, so I'm very, very happy uh, about how he's delivered as the TNT champion. He had a great match against Fuego for, for a one minute and 59 second bell to bell <laughs> match. I think that was about as exciting a minute, 59 seconds as we've seen. Uh, and uh, still people are talking about it and very excited to hear from Miro tonight. Uh, really, to, you know, Kenny Omega and Christian Cage. I think it is a match that has really heated up the last two weeks. And I can't think of a match or a program, a story in the world of wrestling that's heated up more in two weeks than Kenny Omega and Christian Cage. Because people, I think, question Christian Cage, and I never have. And I think it's very obvious in the way I've pushed him that I never have. I've tried to push him as somebody I believe is a huge star in the world of wrestling, somebody I believe would come in and do the work and present himself that way. And have tried as a matchmaker to set him up in a position to succeed it, where he could go out and have great matches, but also as a matchmaker have set him up like, you know, tough tests, like great opponents. And he's gone out and delivered time after time after time. And whether it was with Kazarian, Will Hobbs, Matt Seidel on Helico, and then the match he had with Kenny Omega on the first rampage, I think set the tone for what Rampage is going to be. And I can't Definitely. imagine there was not a better match we could have put on for the first match, in my opinion, than to have Kenny and Christian and also to give people a taste of what's ahead of the pay-per-view. Because uh, with, you know, they were facing a TV time limit. I think with the restrictions uh, of a pay-per-view, where there's no commercial or time limit constraints. These guys are going to go, pun intended, all out at the pay-per-view at all out and to have the world championship, the most prestigious title in wrestling, in my opinion. And I think in the opinion of a lot of people now, uh, what we've done in two years to build up the AEW world title, where you could make a legitimate argument, in my opinion, that this is the most prestigious title in the sport. Uh, and you look at, there's only three men that have held it. It's Kenny Omega, John Moxley and Chris Jericho. And you can definitely argue about the way Kenny Omega won it last year and uh the way he's defended it at times but the guy is bell to bell quite arguably the best wrestler in the world and uh christian cage i think is one of the best wrestlers of all time and now the way he's been featured in aw and and the way i've promoted him i think it's obvious i feel that way and i really believe christian cage uh in his in this comeback has done a lot and i think he can do so much more it's not a short-term deal as people see now. He's come out and wrestled every week. He was out for many years. And it also sets the stage and hopefully you know, makes people optimistic for the future, frankly, of CM Punk. Because when you see how Christian was out for seven years and you see that I featured him and have put, you know, gotten him in big matches and that AEW has uh, given him a, a great platform to succeed, but also that this was not a short-term deal. Like, this guy's going to be a part of the roster. He's going to wrestle and he's back. Like, and when CM Punk said he's back, 
This isn't one of those BS comebacks where the guy's going to do a pay-per-view match and then go do six movies and come back every five years. This is the real deal. Like he signed, like, it's like, it's like similar, not in, maybe not as a mainstream story, but it's similar to us in the world of wrestling in terms of what he's going to do and how he's going to deliver and what we expect in terms of him being like a super professional guy that we all respect. It's like with Christian cage because with Christian cage, he's came back and he'd been out for many years. He's been a featured star in AEW. Now he's challenging for the title, not because he got thrown into the mix, not because he showed up day one. And I said, Oh, Christian cage. And he's going to be the challenger for the title. He has had match after match after match. And he worked his ass off and he, he, didn't just become the number one contender. He was like the number five contender, the number four. He worked his way up every week and he won match after match after match. And they were great matches. And he helped make some new stars, better wrestlers along the way. And yeah, yeah, Mark, what do you think? I, I definitely love the fact that Will Hobbs is moving up. I love the fact that Miro is finally the Miro that I always wanted to see. He, he's, he's exactly who I wanted to see. But you said it best that Christian Cage is there to out wrestle everyone. And he proved that, that that's the guy that he is. I've, I've had 50 matches with him, and none of the matches that we had were the same. It was, they, he's just a, a chameleon of a strategist in wrestling. So I, I'm looking forward to seeing more of what Christian can do and with other people. Yes. Every time Christian gets in the ring with one of these new opponents, it's very exciting to me. And w- again, it sets the stage for what's happening now with CM Punk's comeback. Look at this slate of opponents. And he said it in his promos. And we've delivered it in the past. And now we're going to deliver it to a new audience at a bigger level. CM Punk's comeback is the biggest thing we've ever done. And there are so many huge opponents for this guy. And he has set the stage better than anybody. And you look back at what Christian Cage has done. Christian Cage is, is a, re- a wrestler's wrestler. And uh, so it, I think he has really proven and really set the standard for a comeback. So it's, it's really exciting times. And uh, to have, you know, Christian Cage deep into a comeback after a long layoff and a successful comeback where even some of the harshest critics have done a 180 and said, okay, I didn't believe in this. I wasn't excited about this. And I, I thought Christian was maybe a second banana, frankly, is what some of the people would have said. And they would now admit that he see him Christian cage as a top player and that, that he deserves this spot. And the match they had, like I said, to kick off rampage, we couldn't have picked a better match to start AEW Rampage to kick off the franchise. And, and it's a huge title match for All Out that I'm very excited about. And so uh, the, the card, top to bottom, so stacked. And, and there's really more to talk about. Uh, it, it's just really going to be a great night for us. And, and tonight on Rampage, I'm really excited to see who's going to come out and, and be – the number one contender between the Lucha brothers and uh, the Jurassic Express, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. And you couldn't ask for two better teams for the number one contender match tonight. 
Thanks for listening. Catch us Monday through Saturday on Busted Open from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM. Fight Nation, Channel 156. The Busted Open Podcast. Busted Open is part of the Sirius XM Podcast Network. The executive producer is Ed Robinson. The associate producer is Gabby Laspisa. Andy King is the director of sports podcasting for Sirius XM. Special thanks to SiriusXM Senior Vice President of Sports Programming and Podcasting, the legendary Steve Cohen, and SiriusXM Fight Nation Program Director, Marissa Rivas. SiriusXM Podcasts. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.